You're listening to the We Are Limerick podcast. I'm your host, Keen Reinhardt, and join me each week as we meet the people of Limerick who are making it the place it is today. You can keep up to date with all Limerick news by following the hashtag Keeping Limerick Posted across all social media channels or visiting limerickpost.ie. So I'm joined on this week's podcast by Liam Madden, a creative based in Limerick. Liam, how are you getting on? Not too bad knowing yourself. I'm good, I'm good. Uh, I'm trying to get used to the, the lag on the internet here, you know, when you're chatting to people on Zoom, there seems to be a, a few seconds pause. It's catching me off guard now and then. Um, there's, a, there's a huge lag in it, all right. No, it yeah. seems to be all right there now. Yeah, I think it's just something we'd have to get used to for a while, you know. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely, like the pandemic itself. Exactly, yeah. So, um, um, Liam, uh, just tell us a bit about yourself and your own backgrounds. I suppose... Um, my my own name is Liam Madden, and um, I originally have a background in fine art. Um, I studied in the Limerick College of Art and Design. Um, I left. I got a diploma in fine art printmaking, and in I think it was two thousand and twelve or eleven. I think I went back, and I decided for my sins. I decided to um, go back to college and gain a degree in visual communication. And subsequently, since I gained that, I've, um, I'm just near completion of a master's in art and design. So I've kind of amalgamated the fine art side of it and the design aspect and kind of mashed them together to create and a bit of technology thrown in on top of that. Like, so, yeah, so it's, it's all good. Like, I, 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 love, um, I love creativity, you know, it's, 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 it keeps me sane, like, you know. Yeah. And uh, how did you decide on doing fine art the first time around? Um, I suppose, like... Uh, art and design has been a big part of my family and my background. So my grandfather, I suppose, was a an architect. He worked in um, a place called, he worked in Sheehan's, I think it was in Limerick. I can't remember the name of the place in Dublin he worked in, but he's, as my mother says, he's kind of, uh, uh, supposedly has des- uh, designed a church in every county in Ireland. But he's also... He also designed um, some iconic um, buildings in Limerick. So my local church here in Rossbrine, Our Lady of Lourdes, he did. He also, I think he'd something to do with the old courthouse in Limerick and St. Munchens College as well, the school, like, so, which is a pretty impressive building, like, you know. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, so my mother then also, because my grandfather um, did architecture, my mother got involved in that. But then she kind of dropped that and she set up a business called um, the Art for Pleasure Centre, which sadly has just uh, closed its doors after 35 years because she was retired. But, um, you know, it was basically an outlet for, for, for people to come and paint for pleasure and in a nice environment. And, you it's know, a learn something. for a place to have, isn't it? Absolutely. Like, yeah. and uh, great for people doing because it's a bit of social interaction and, and you've something nice at the end of it and show your friends or whichever. So, yeah, my mother at the moment is, is trying to adjust to life without that because I suppose it's been a huge part of her life for the last yeah. 35 years, you know. There's so, a better way um, to adjust to that than being locked down. <laughs> well, that's it. Yeah, that's it. That's exactly it. Um, my sister then is, uh, she studied graphic design in the Limerick College of Art and Design as well. And she's based in London now. And she's, I suppose, she works with a lot of the high-end kind of hotels in London and some of the top brands around the world, yeah, you know. So I suppose art and design has been a big part of our family, you know. Um, and, I was going to ask know, where uh, your inspiration comes from, but uh, I think the people around you inspire you enough, do they? Yeah. 
basically my mother my mother like is, is a very inspiring woman you know um you know she really is like and um i've learned a lot from her and my sister as well like you know um i didn't really know my grandfather i didn't meet i think i only met him a couple of times you know so i didn't really know him but um i suppose my sister and my mother have been uh, a huge in- inspiration for me you know and then uh, you said you went back to college then what was the reasoning behind that or was it just uh... um, well i went away i i kind of i did my diploma in fine art and i kind of um i enjoyed the social life you know for for many years after that and then i decided to um i was quite ill for a bit and then i once i recovered from that i said right i want to see the world so i went away traveling for a year on my own and went over to southeast asia and australia and i had had a a great time for a year, you know, but it got me thinking. I had so much time on my own that it got me thinking, what, what do I want to do with the rest of my life? So I said, right, you know, what, what am I good at? Like, and I suppose I just decided, I said, I always kind of wanted to do graphic design, visual communication. So I said, you know, to hell with it, that's what I'm going to do. So I went back and that's what made me go back, you know. And to be honest with you, anybody out there thinking what they do, um, you know, just follow your heart, really, and do what yeah. you want to. You know? I think uh, people don't really take enough time to sit down and think about exactly what they want to do. It, it all seems so rushed nowadays, doesn't uh, it, especially? Absolutely. Like, life has, has become so fast, you know, and it's yeah. very hard to slow down, like, you know, and I suppose um, I would, you know, anybody in that kind of situation, I would say just pause for a bit, like, and have a, have a good thing about what you want to do with the rest of your life, because it's an important decision. Once you make that decision, it's it's kind of done then, you know, yeah. and you have to be kind of careful what you kind of choose, you know, make sure that it's something you've a real draw for, you know? Exactly, yeah, that you get some fulfillment out of. Absolutely, like, yeah. absolutely. So uh, your original background was in fine art, but uh, yeah. a lot of your work now uh, is very different and structured compared to most what people would assume is fine art. Absolutely. Well, it's not really fine art. I suppose it's it's more graphic art, you know, yeah. commercial art. So, um, I, yeah, it's it's something I absolutely love. I don't really consider it a job. I consider it a hobby, really, and something that I just love doing every day. You know, it's not. Um, no, there are aspects of it that I don't like. <laughs> you know, like um, you know, some things can get a bit tedious and boring. But when yeah. when you're in the creative flow, it's 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 so. Um, I, I, it's it's amazing like you know i love it absolutely love it and i'm i'm privileged to be able to say that i do love it yeah you're lucky enough in yeah. that respect uh yeah. so we're here today to chat about the uh, creatives against covid19 and uh yes that's i think there's more than 200 and something artists involved in that from 30 something different countries yeah I, gee, I thought it was more than 200 now i'm not i'm not but sure it could, it could be a lot more now i know that there's a uh, well over like a thousand prints on sale anyway so there probably yeah, is a lot more than yeah. the 200 that i thought but um it's, it's such a good cause to be honest like i was shocked when um celine i suppose well i'll tell you a bit about it i suppose um i suppose over the last couple of months everybody's been their lives have been kind of turned upside down by this um pandemic you know and um especially you know vulnerable women and children and i suppose the ispcc were getting inundated with with calls by uh, by children you know looking yeah. for help and women as well they were they were calling up women's aid and there was something like i, I heard a statistic and it was something like there's a 30 percent increase in, in the volume of calls they're receiving at the moment which is crazy yeah. in regards to kind of domestic abuse 
So a design studio in Dublin called um, uh, Richards D, um, they basically set up a campaign called Creatives Against COVID-19. I suppose it's a kind of reaction to the current crisis. I suppose it's a way to reframe the current crisis in a more kind of hopeful, optimistic kind of way. So Celine, um, from uh, the co-founder of Richards D in Dublin, um, mailed me through Instagram and asked, would I, would I consider taking part? And I said, absolutely. It's for a really good cause. So um, it's funny because a lad I went to college with, uh, Ryan Kavanagh. Hi, Ryan. Um, <laughs> he works with Richards D now. So that's probably how I got uh, hooked up, really, with Celine. But... Um, basically, yeah, they set it up as a reaction and a kind of way to reframe the current crisis in a more kind of hopeful, optimistic kind of way, you know. And, and it's following a, one theme. So the theme is soon. Yeah, so the theme is soon. After this. Yeah, so it's kind of like um, soon, soon we're going to, what I mean by that is like soon we're going to be reunited with our loved ones, you know. So many people are apart from the loved ones at the moment and this is a way to kind of um, show that it, there is hope on the horizon and, you know, um, soon enough we'll be able to do the things, see our loved ones, um, like simple things as well, like I suppose that we, a lot of us probably took for granted, you know, prior to all this, like going for a pint, say, yeah. you know, um, soon enough, you know, we'll be able to do that, although we'll be two metres apart and we <laughs> won't be able to sit at the bar, but, you know, it's it's just a way to kind of um, reframe the whole crisis in a, more, in a positive way, really, you know, which I think is a really, really good idea. Plus, I think, What's really great about it, like I purchased two, two prints. Um, there was a couple that stood out for me and I, I, I'm really glad about them, but um, they're kind of a reminder as well. You know, in years to come, you know, um, down through generations, you'll be able to say that was what happened at that time, you know, and it's a way, a, a kind of quick reminder for everyone to say, hang on a minute, you know, yeah. you know. And it is, like, I, I think it's a really good initiative and I'd um, encourage people to put their hand in their pocket and um, and purchase a couple of prints because the prints themselves are, as far as I know, the campaign hooked up with uh, a printers in a studio called Hen's Teeth Print who do um, top quality Gickley printing. So their Gickley printing is uh, fine art kind of quality printing that um, is printed on a, a really good quality archival paper with archival inks. So what I mean by that is that if you hang up one of these prints on the wall and the sunlight sunlight is hitting it for years, you know, the, the print shouldn't deteriorate, you know, whereas a regular a regular kind of print, if you hang it up in the wall over time, the colours damaged and yeah. they'll get sun damage, you know, but these are really top quality prints and so they're forty euros a pop and for, for for the price, because I, I buy prints myself from other designers around the world. And I was surprised by how cheap they were. Absolutely. Like yeah. some, most, normally you'd be talking about 80 euros for one of these. Like yeah. for A3, like you're talking about 80 quid, you know. So it's it's really cheap and you're getting some, there's some really, really good illustrators have, have submitted, you know. So it's an opportunity for people to get a room you know, something nice and a little memento and a kind of a reminder as well in years to come of what happened really. I exactly. Suppose. And I suppose if you do start to take the small things for granted again, if you see this on your wall, it'll put things in perspective, you know. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, and, and as I said, I'd encourage people to go out and, you know, if they can, um, yeah. you know, dip into their pocket and, and purchase one of these prints, you know. And uh, working to a team. So one of the things that stood out for me was, we said uh, there's, 
hundreds of artists involved in this. Yeah. Yeah. Like how everybody took the one word soon and just made it their yeah. own, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Like I saw points of Guinness. I saw, you know, um, people, people reaching out to each other. There were so many different things. Like my own piece, I kind of came up with the idea like that, like, you know, hope is on the horizon and I created a, a kind of sunset, you know, and it was kind of soon we'd be able to meet our loved ones and go down and watch a beautiful sunset. Like at the time, I think the sun was splitting the rocks outside and I said, right, that's what I do, you know, but, you know, I, I, there were so many different, there was, it was so diverse with what people did and there were so many different mediums used. Like, I think there was poetry. There was like photography, illustration. There was kind of more fine arty kind of stuff. There's a lot of you know? typography there as well, isn't there? Yeah, a lot of a lot of typography as well. Like you know, which I loved as well. Like you know, and the way the way people executed the the brief was absolutely brilliant. You know. So the brief you were given was just the one word, was it? Pretty much, yeah, yeah. yeah. So do what you want with it, you know. And I I think people, um, yeah, I I just thought the the final outcomes were brilliant you know how do you find working to a brief is it something that you enjoy doing oh god that's a tricky one now uh initially there's a bit of a kind of a you know a kind of a you're a bit shocked by it and you're trying to decipher it and sometimes i can overthink it you know and sometimes yeah. sometimes they're easier than others like but a lot of a lot of the work i do is mainly illustration so um the people giving me the brief deal with the brief essentially and they just uh, they just direct me in a way that they want an image outputted you know that kind of way so it's um, they know what style uh, they're getting when they come to you as well which kind of makes it that bit easier you know sorry what was that uh, they know what style they're getting because they came oh, absolutely. so <laughs> they know exactly so they just direct it and they'll tell me they want certain elements in the piece and then I'll send them something back and they'll go yay or nay and then there could yeah. be a little bit back and forth and eventually it's nailed and it's published and whichever, you know. And uh, the print that, that you did put forward, the piece that you did put forward, uh, it's very similar to the work you've been doing now anyway. Uh, yeah, I suppose it's I suppose it's got a little bit... I've been looking at a lot of um, uh, 60s kind of illustrations, psychedelic kind of illustrations. and uh, colors I want to be, Yeah, the well... Uh, yeah, that'd be probably one of the main main um, uh, parts of my work would be the use of color. You know, um, I'm a big fan of Mark Rothko and his use of color and how how color can evoke certain emotions. You know, yeah. um, so I wanted it. I wanted it to be really, really bright, and I wanted it to evoke a kind of sense of hope, really, like you know, and with a little hint of psychedelia. If that uh, makes sense. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it came true anyway, and and it is a positive. Like it does make you happy when you look at it, you know. Which absolutely, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, so as I said, some of the other some of the other submissions are amazing. Like you know, and um, I would have bought more. I would have bought. Uh, uh, there could have been so many. I would have, but I had to kind of narrow it down. I got two of them. Like you know, yeah. and I got notification today that they've been shipped. So I'm going to be going to be waiting for the postage. <laughs> to see them yeah, I saw um, the Instagram page for Creatives Against. Covid, they had up the. Yeah. Uh, there's like hundreds that, and like, hundreds of tubes in the. There is like I, I think I think it's got something like ten thousand followers, like in the space yeah, it's of a amazing, month. crazy. Yeah. But it it just goes to show like the power of creativity, and you know when I when I say creativity, I mean like music, you know, fine art, uh, design, visual communication. You know, it kind of. Oh, geez, how do I say it? I suppose it encourages um, self-expression and that kind of fosters and that can foster social change then, you know? 
Well, that's one thing, uh, like the creator community was hit very hard by this. A lot of people had, like musicians had their tours cancelled or postponed yeah. if they were lucky. And absolutely. then I'm sure there's a lot of artists who had exhibitions planned who yes. had, had absolutely. Those wiped out, you know. And absolutely. everybody come together yeah. and form this community is just amazing, you know. Yeah, I think so. But I suppose everybody has to understand as well that, you know, things like this have happened before and society's moved on from it. You know, obviously it'll never be forgotten, you know, but society has gotten back to normal. And I think people, we all need to kind of focus on that and realize that things will get back to normal, although it will take time, you know, and we'll be, you know, social distancing for (laughs) quite a while. But we think everything will get back to normal, you know. Hopefully soon. (laughs) Yeah, but soon. absolutely, Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, um, is this project and things like it helping you keep creative during the lockdown or yeah even like even now I, I, I'd have days I'd have down days as well and some yeah. days I'd have no interest of doing anything um, personally I kind of go through phases like I'll I guess uber creative like for a few days and then I won't go near it for a few days you know that kind of way so it's kind of yeah up and down days you know some days I'll do lots some days I'll do nothing like you know that kind of way and then uh, how can people keep up to date with your work or future plans? Right. Um, I suppose the best way, um, if you want to see some of my work, is basically go onto Instagram, and it's the handle is Liam Madden Creative, and I've a shot of work there, and I've also got a Behance page, and um, I'm also selling prints online on this uh, home interior website called Fy. So if they want to buy any prints, they can they can get them there as well. You know, nice one. And uh, what's yeah. the first thing you'll do after lockdown, do you think? Pardon? What's the first thing you'll want to do after the lockdown, do you think? Uh, meet, up, meet, up with the, meet up with my uh, f- uh, friends and family, I think, yeah. first and foremost, you know. And um, hopefully after that, then get to have a pint or two. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely. <laughs> yeah. uh, absolutely. I miss an old pint, you know. But um, uh, at the end of the day, look, we have to do what we have to do, you know, exactly. to get things back to normal. I was just saying earlier, I'd love a point, but you're doing a bag of chips or something. Yeah, I'm here. Yeah, I, I kind of lost you there for a I second. Would. I was just saying earlier to someone that a, a point by the river and a bag of chips would go down fairly well. That's it. Down to poor <laughs> man. <laughs> uh, Liam, thanks very much for joining us and best of luck with everything and fair play to you for getting involved. No worries. My pleasure. All right, best of luck. Lovely. Thanks a million. Cheers. Bye. You've been listening to the We Are Limerick podcast. For more podcasts, visit limerickpost.ie forward slash podcasts. And you can keep up to date with all Limerick news by following the hashtag keeping Limerick posted across all social media channels.